Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Cape Lookout Fishing Report with Captain Chris Sice from Not the Real World. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing pretty good, Marvin. How are you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and I think the good news for you is you've been able to get back out on the water. Yeah, I was finally able to get out uh, about a week and a half ago. I've had the issues with my ribs. Uh, but I uh, had a really fantastic first day back out where I got to take a personal trip, actually, um, and ended up catching some uh, bull drum on the fly that were 30 and 40 pounds, which was absolutely fantastic, uh, along with some false albacore and some, uh, some big Spanish mackerel as well. So it was a really good day and much needed, and then um, we had a big blow down here so uh, for, for probably about a week, so kind of kept, uh, kept most most folks off the water so it's been a little while since we were able to get back out and so you know what we're talking about i guess is really kind of the leading edge of that nor'easter before it kind of got up to the northeast and you know i know that you know one the wind and the small craft advisory was probably not good but also probably churned the water up a fair amount are things back to normal yet um we're starting to see it a little bit today we had a little bit lower wednesday and had a had a guy trip out there today but um unfortunately for us it doesn't seem like uh much of the bait stuck around a lot of it got blown all over the place so we had a little bit of dirty water um saw a couple false albacore but the fishing was slow and it's been slow for a couple days now um and tomorrow's looking good though i'm hoping it'll be kind of back on uh, after tomorrow so we'll just have to see how it goes it'll It'll take a little bit of time, but um, it'll come back, and we're right in the heart of the good albacore season here. So, um, you know, it should be fishing well all the way, at least until Thanksgiving, unless we get some type of crazy, you know, cold temps. But it's been warm, and I think it should be fine. Got it. So for false albacore fishing, I know you're not kind of, you know, up at, at Hatteras. You know, what's it like where you are, and how's it different from, like, being up in Oriental? Well, if you're over here... Um, down at Cape Lookout, uh, these fish will push all the way down the beach coming from the north, like up there around Hatteras and whatnot. Um, and then if you're down here at Cape Lookout, um, the way that, that Cape Lookout kind of sticks out is a point south into the ocean. Um, they sort of come around that point and then will hook into uh, the whole Moorhead City area, um, which is called Onslow Bay, is that big portion of water there, which is in itself the Atlantic Ocean, and it provides a lot of protection um, from the wind, particularly out of the north, um, which is what makes the water clear here um, and also pushes the bait down the beaches. And so when you have these north winds uh, or a west wind, north northwest wind is probably the best, I would guess, um, you, get, uh, you, can, you can fish when it's a high wind because you're in the lee of the land, if you will, and it will really make the fishing exceptionally good um, and kind of turns these albies on uh, as they're chasing the bait and they can be right on the beach um, where people are catching them off the sand, which is a lot of fun, although very difficult to do, or we're all running around the boat. So um, it's just kind of a unique geographical area that makes it uh, really fantastic fishing. And I haven't found much like it uh you know i fish around hatteras a lot but it's, it's just a little bit different than that um and it, it, there's something about this area that just really makes it uh, really really good for those albies so that's kind of what we uh work with down here and um uh, you know hopefully this weather kind of just switches up for us a little bit and gets them back in the area because they were absolutely on fire uh right before this big blow 
Yeah. And, you know, are you going to exclusively kind of chase false albacore or will you start to head back in shore and chase a uh, puppy drum? Oh, no, I will definitely do whatever folks want to do. Um, today, we actually searched for both. Um, so we looked for some uh, false albacore for a while, saw some they weren't, weren't really playing. And then we went back inside and chased the, uh, chased the drum. Um, we also should be having a really good trout bite here turning on soon as these water temps drop. So there's plenty to do, even if, you know, the weather might not be perfect for Albies or something like that, or folks want to do both. Um, I love doing both. You know, my boat offers the opportunity to do both. Luckily, it's not the best, like all weather Albie boat, but, um, gosh, we ran over a hundred miles today out in the ocean. So, um, you know, it's certainly an opportunity to do so. And then you can run back inside of a creek and, uh, and catch this, uh, drum and stuff like that. Yeah, and so, you know, I guess, you know, the false albacore is kind of what, it's a running gun fishing. You're probably fishing, what, bait fish imitations on sinking sinking lines? Yeah, a lot of what we're using is um, an intermediate line. I like to use a nine weight, and then we'll use flies as small as an inch long, where they're eating these really, really small uh, bay anchovies and sardines, glass minnows, uh, a variety of different little species of bait fish. Um, and so you're they can be very picky on size. So if you're throwing something too big, they won't necessarily eat it. So I will tie some flies that are small of like a size six or an eight saltwater hook. And we'll go down to that. And then some days they're eating, you know, six inch long fish. So it just kind of depends, um, you know, what you're going after. But generally I am using an intermediate line, which just gets it down like a couple feet when you're using a really small fly that doesn't have any weight in it. Um, I will sometimes rig up a few of them with uh, a topwater, like a crease fly or a gurgler or a small popper, and we can catch them on topwater sometimes, uh, which is an absolute blast. And then I always got a big rod, like a 10-weight, that's either rigged with a floating line or a full sinking line, depending on the situation, uh, for those bull drum if they do show up. And uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention what I saw a couple weeks ago when I was able to get on the water. Uh, Generally, we can find these bull drum around jumping spinner sharks, which is a shark species that jumps out of the water and spins really rapidly in the air, like in a circle almost, kind of like a a spinning baseball, if you will. Um, Not end over end, but but just kind of rolling. And uh, for some reason, I don't know what the the relationship is between those spinner sharks and those bull drum, but they're often near each other. So I was just saw a bunch of spinner sharks, started looking around and a school of drum came up that was, I don't know, at least a quarter to a half an acre. I would estimate a thousand fish in it. And, uh, it was something to behold, um, just glowing orange water. You know, as soon as you try to fly and five or six of them like are going after it, it was just absolutely fantastic. So that is a rarity, um, to get them up on the surface like that, but it's, it's unbelievable. I'll never forget it. So you just got to be ready for anything that can happen out there. Yeah, very cool. And then, you know, in terms of the inshore, you know, sea trout and redfish bite, what's your gear look like there? I'm using a seven and eight weight rod uh, for the reds uh, with a floating line. And then for the sea trout, uh, sometimes you can get away with a floating line. But as the season goes on, they're going to start to sink into some of these deeper holes that might be anywhere from eight to 12 to 14 feet. So I like to throw an intermediate line with a big uh, deceiver on it. Um, and you can catch them on clousers. You can catch them on some of these other specialty flies. Game changers work. I've got a fly called a bangerang that works really well. It's like a big rattling fly. 
I really like to use a hollow point deceiver fly because when you give a sharp strip with a sink tip or an intermediate line, it will actually start to dance side to side. And what they will do there is they'll hit it as it pauses. And so you're fishing essentially a fly version of a mirror lure, which is what everybody really likes to use down here with the conventional gear. So um, it is really, really effective when you can get on that, get figure out what depth they're at, whether they're six feet in an eight feet deep hole, and just slowly twitch that thing through so it pauses. And you can catch some very, very big trout doing that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, very cool. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our uh, Instagram or our Facebook page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag. And then we're going to enter a drawing for some cool flies from Chris at the end of the season. And before I let you hop, Chris, um, why don't you let folks know where they can find you on the internet and all that kind of good stuff so they can book book you and fish with you this fall. Sure, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on my website, www.notthereelworld.com, and that's spelled not with a K. So it's K-N-O-T-T-H-E-R-E-E-L-W-O-R-L-D.com. And also, uh, I'm active on social media on Instagram. It's probably my favorite there. You can find me at Not the Real World on there. And just give me a shout. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions or tell you what's going on. Yeah, well, there you go. And folks, as I always say, fall is my favorite time to get out there and fish. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Chris. Thanks, Marvin. Tight lines. Thank you.